Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you at? What's good, cigar fam? It's your boy Seaway, and welcome to SNA Live, the show not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're in a nice ass cigar lounge with your peoples and only talking about cigars, then you missed the whole motherfucking point. We're recording live as always from Smoking Ashes Cigars and Haberdashery, the hottest cigar lounge in these United States. With me as always are my partners in crime, the GM and Leek. Say what's up to the people. Yo, yo, what's good? What's going on, fam? We can now be seen on one institution media's platform as we are now part of the OIM family. Today's episode is episode number eight, entitled Yo Mama. So we're basically talking about cracking jokes, specifically your mother jokes, and just our people, just in terms of how we, just as a culture, that's part of the culture, just cracking jokes and uh, the history of that. So the topics under that, we're going to be talking about, like I said, the history of our people and just, you know, cracking jokes. We're going to be talking about the funniest your mama jokes. We're going to be talking about how comedy has changed from... Like back in our day, like, like as, as we said before, we 80s babies and to, into the present. Uh, we also have our segments, Notable Mention, and What You Rocking With. And with that being said, as usual, cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You, you want it, you got it. Yes. Yes, it's your mama, fool. This episode's gonna be a little lighthearted. We're gonna get into the differences of the comedians from the past all the way to the present. So right now, it's the perfect time to get your stick, get your seat, get your drink. And let's rock. Just so you know, this is an episode I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, good. Yo, COVID was depressing as fuck. Oh, yeah. Hot. Facts. Yeah. Super duper facts. You needed, you needed comedy to get you through it. And all we had was... Netflix. You were stuck at home. <laughs> you were locked in. You had your cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How many comedy shows did you watch from the past? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. How the how the TV stations were holding us down. Like I know yeah. we spoke about ESPN because ESPN held us down. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely, <laughs> definitely with the throwback boxing yeah, matches, sports, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to just make that very clear. This this episode is going to be very fun talking. No, about, no, definitely, it's, it's going to be a blast. Definitely, definitely. But before we get into the topics of today's episode, uh, we got to talk about as usual what we're smoking, what we're drinking. So, Leek, I'm gonna let you start it off, brother. What you smoking today? All right. So today. Went with the Black Star Line cigars, uh, based out of Chicago. Excuse me, uh, black-owned company also. Chatan, Mr. Eric. Um, shout out to him. I smoked the War Witch, maybe a few episodes before. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, they definitely have some good. I haven't had this one yet though. So this is the El Milagro. This is the Sun Grown Habano. They also have a, a San Andres Mexican, but this is the Sun Grown Habano. Has an Ecuadorian binder with uh, Nicaraguan fillers. So, I'm gonna light this up and I'll let you guys know how it is. Cool, cool, right? right. Smoking. All right, so this is the first time I smoked this cigar. Uh, this is supposed to be one of the heavy hitters from the Saka line. 
This is the oh, Todos yeah, yeah. Los Dias. Dumbarton, yes. This thing right I've, now, I've had that. It's nice. holy shit. Yeah. Mm. This is a very full body cigar. Yes. Okay. And it's definitely not for the Queen. Not for, yeah, no, it's not for the Faint of Hearts, heart. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or the Queen of Hearts. Either or the way. Queen, yeah. <laughs> that's either true. way. So this that's cigar strong, here. Yeah, no, yeah. So it's made in the Hoya, the Hoya the Nicaragua factory. And it's a sun-grown Cuban seed wrapper with long fill fillers from Jalapa mm. and Esteli. Mm. So it's pepper. It's full. This joint is definitely high powered. So I will let you guys know how this opens up. Kami, what you smoking on? So I have the Cubo from uh, Dapper. It's a Robusto, my favorite size cigar. Um, it has an Ecuadorian Sumatra Rosado leaf. Let's go. It has a Nicaraguan binder. And the filler is Nicaraguan and Connecticut broadleaf. Now, I have don't think I've ever seen Connecticut broadleaf in the filler. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. I, I actually like that cigar too, but I, I didn't know that. that I didn't was, know that either. So I did a double take when I saw that. I was like, no, they must have been. Like, that's, that can't be right. Because yeah. I like once again, wow. I've seen that as a wrapper. Ne- maybe maybe a binder, but definitely always a wrapper. <laughs> Never seen it as a filler before. Yeah, what's crazy is that the camera definitely caught me and Malik making yeah, eye yeah, like, yeah. for real. Like, what? Sure. Yeah. Like, that was genuine. Like, okay, that's yeah. what's up right there. Yeah. But you know what? The first couple pulls, I'm like, okay. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. Holy Smoke's shit. different. Definitely, definitely. So let's get into it, yo. Your mama. So. Well, before we do, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what we, we are sipping be, on, that's okay. Yeah, Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, We got to get into what we're drinking. How so, can in, I forget? in light of. Uh, that's what happens when you've had a, a few sips a few of sips what you're already. drinking. I got you. Before the show begins. <laughs> it kind of happens, man. But in light to uh, uh, celebrating our brother Malik's birthday here. Um, you know, Sir. I had to. It was, today was my day to go. So uh, with the with the liquor run, so we went yeah. with a we went a, with a rum route, which is usually Malik's go to. Yes, sir. No, so we're no, drinking no. was this El Dorado, El Dorado twelve year twelve year. All right, so this I've never had for one. Um, Guyanese rum. Guyanese rum. Guyanese yeah. rum. Mm. So this rum is 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 uh, created from the what is it? I got I, I had this whole thing written down from Damara. Got in Guyana. Okay. So it's 300 years of rum crafting, and these things are sit. They sit in 12 year aged oak barrel, and they sit 12 years aging in oak, oak barrels. barrels. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's definitely spicy. I can I can taste it. So I haven't tasted it yet. So this is this is one of those situations where it's like, oh, I didn't even know that country made a rum. That's what threw me off. Much like Diplomatico yeah. with Correct. Venezuelan rum, but I think it just goes to show that wherever you have. Like a Caribbean vibe, wherever you have black people, we're gonna make our we're gonna make ourselves some rum. Shout out to my guy and these people. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, it's smooth, right? It doesn't have too much yeah, sweetness, like the caramel. Exactly. On the, and that's why I, I, I can tell you, you definitely. This is this is your right down your lane. It's yeah. a sipping rum, though. Yeah, yeah. And there's an 18 year, too. Mm. So yeah. Okay. So future episode, we gotta get the 18 year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have it in stock, but I saw it right next to it. So. Okay. 12 is rocking so far, so we're good to go. So now. We can get into <laughs> Yo mama Yo mama So Let's just Take it back Just a little So We've said this before We're gonna say it again Time and time again We're 80s babies So we grew up In an era Where on the playground Or on the stoop Or on the block Motherfuckers was cracking jokes, jokes all day. All, I think all that's day. what built your character though yeah. It did it Cause did. you had to learn how to have thick skin yeah, Not only that But you had to learn how to 
And you had to be think nifty. On, you had to think on your feet to be able to respond. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Nifty if somebody says something slick, you gotta be like, "Damn, yo, he got yeah. me." Yeah. Look at your shoes. Look at your shoes. Yeah, you gotta come back. You gotta come back harder, though. Yeah. You gotta come back funnier. Mm-hmm. But what <laughs> some people don't know is that's been going on for like years before that. So I remember coming up. One of my favorite shows was Good Times, mm-hmm. and so I remember as a kid watching the episode, and they started talking about playing the dozens, mm-hmm. and I was like, the "Fuck is that?" Like, I'm, I'm like seven years old, eight years old. Now, granted, these are reruns of Good Times. Yes. So good Times came out like in the, in the 70s, 70s or whatever, but so they talk about playing the dozens, and I, I asked my pops, "Like, yo, what's playing the dozens?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, you know, y'all, have, y'all got this rap music or whatever." <laughs> Before that, we used to crack jokes on each other and rhyme, so to be like, "Oh, really?" You want to pop smack at me when your mom's got two left feet. Like, it'll yeah, be, like, yeah, be the long, corniest jokes. But it had to rhyme. But it had to rhyme. Had to rhyme. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then that progressed, I think, with our generation. To rap. Battle raps yeah. and we're just cracking jokes on the block. Yeah. So the playground, the stoop. Like, right. Like, like coming up in, in, in the VX, <laughs> like, what do you remember in terms of, like, the jokes that was cracked? The, the jokes that you maybe laid out on people? Well, your mama was always fighting words. We had spoken about this before, too. Like, they, you would always watch a battle go off, and it'll start off usually with somebody's clothing. Yeah. yeah. Then always somebody's looks. Yeah. And then if the guys are going back and forth and they run out of ammo, then comes out, yo mama. Yo mama. <laughs> and that always started some shit. Very few guys were able to let that go. You know what I mean? Uh, but... When it comes to the 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 block, there was always that one guy that you never wanted to get nah, into. You didn't want that smoke. <laughs> no, yeah. because there was this one dude on the block that just always had jokes. Always. And he was funny. Yeah. Funny, charismatic, had the ear of everybody. You mm-hmm. knew everyone stopped to watch him when he started talking. That was the dude you avoided. But but here's the funny part though. That dude was usually the dude who had to come up with the joke because then you're gonna realize like wait a minute he had to cover his own shit absolutely because i think biggie was kind of like that way Hmm. because biggie was a if you if you listen to interviews with people talking about biggie Mm -hmm. they would talk about how funny he was was. he was almost like the kind of the class clown but think about when he was growing up it wasn't cool to be dark-skinned you know what i'm saying and big and big at the same time so and he talks about himself like i'm black and ugly as ever you know what i mean yeah so i think that was a cover that could be but definitely but he was witty as fuck. Again, you know, and if you think about it too, shit, that's the same route that Eminem did on with himself too, though. Mm. Eight mile, yeah. You know, but he had always talked about himself being yeah. the, the cracker, you know, the white yeah. dude who yeah. was, you know, like honky, always went at himself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and I talked got, about I his mom. Big, yeah, big, big, yeah, big balls. Big balls. My yeah. mother's a base head, basically. Yeah. Like he said it all. Yeah. So, because I'm going to say it before you can say it. Exactly. That which was the eight mile thing mentality. Exactly. It so really I take, was. I take the steam out of your jokes. Yes, exactly. But back on the block, though, that shit there was, I don't know. Lee, there was a way that being a part of the block or being a part of like mm-hmm. those jerk, because you know what? They were almost like ciphers, like rap ciphers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So if you guys are not familiar with a cipher, a cipher is when a group of uh, individuals get together and, and they're gonna start battle rapping each other, you know, going at each other, and it's like everyone against everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, and that's that's basically how battle rapping became, you know. Correct. I mean? Because if you think about it, when you battle rapping, what are you doing? If let's say you freestyling, you you didn't write, you freestyling. 
you're looking at the other guy and you're trying to find what you, you know what you can do to make fun of him. Like, look at your sneakers, blah blah blah, and it's just you're coming off the top of your yes. head, but you're really just snapping at the end of the day. It is. You're just making it rhyme. At yeah. The, it's almost like the uh, dirty the dozens. I, you know what? I never even heard of that. Yo, I didn't. I mean, I've heard of it. I just didn't know what I it was. I didn't know what that was. I, I didn't know what that was. So that's that's basically evolved into hip hop. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah playing the dozens. He yeah. said it right there, though. He yeah. said, "This is what we did before y'all had hip hop." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Like, it, it is so crazy to just see the evolution of it because there was no... so. But the culture remained. Exactly. Because it came from a space. Yeah, exactly. You know, a congregation, a exactly. sharing. Of, and it's, it has grown and changed. And, but, and yeah. just to give people some insight, we here at Smoking Ashes have members. And part of the perks of being a member is the members' dinner. We have a semi-annual members' dinner. So we just had it last week. Yeah. The last... 45 minutes to an hour at dinner. What did just, it just devolve to? Snapping and laughing. I just, just cracking mad shit. Someone just started laughing. hurting right yeah. now. Oh, gosh. Yo, I felt like I did 1,200 crunches <laughs> by the end of that because my stomach hurts so much <laughs> by the end of that damn night. We got some funny folks in here. We got so some characters. If you haven't been here, definitely yes, come do. and meet some of the some of the characters. But here. but it's but once again, it's just part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, this is not like, you know, Trying to make somebody cry or, or trying no. to go and ask somebody—it's all in good fun, you know what I mean? But I would say, I will say that, like like Rob was saying earlier, when it got to the point where you started talking about somebody's mom, sometimes it got into fist fights after that. Because once you go oh, yeah, back in the once day, once you yeah. hit into the moms, you, yeah. you know somebody was very sensitive when it came yeah. to their mother. Yeah, it might be a fight after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the yeah. joke would have to be good though, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because that's what made you more mad. It's not so much that it was like necessarily disrespectful. Yeah, it, had to yeah. it was just like shit. And like, if it was me. whack, you just like, yo, you stupid. Like, yeah. like, whatever, yo. But if it was good, you're like, man, man, you know what, man? Fuck you. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact, man. Speaking of that, so what's some of what's some of all right, I'll say what's your funniest mama joke? We'll get we'll get to that okay. in, in, in in the second the second uh, topic or whatever. We got to just pause one second for our uh, notable mention segment that we're doing today. It's the SNA Live podcast, and it's time for the notable mention. So we have our notable mention segment that we sometimes do here on SNA Live. So we were thinking about the topic. We were thinking about who embodies that topic and we came up with a person that some of you guys might not know especially the, the the younger people listening but for the people who are our generation you when i say the name you're gonna remember the name possibly but if you don't remember him by name i was about to say that you're yeah. definitely gonna remember when i give the reference point so our notable mention is to mr robin harris so for those that don't remember robin harris was pops in house party he was also the creator of Bebe's Kids. And once again, for you youngins, don't know what Bebe's Kids it's is. It's one of my favorite fucking cartoons. Google it. Like, top three. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I must have watched it there. I watched Bebe's Kids like. I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> easily 20 times. Because HBO used to just run it. Yeah. yeah. They would just run it. Yeah. Funny as fuck. Funny as fuck. So, this brother. It's real, though. That's. Got quick flashbacks of it. Yeah, <laughs> it is real though. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm that's, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Matter of fact, if any of y'all haven't seen Baby's Kids, go, go look it up. please look it up on YouTube or uh, I don't even know. I don't know Netflix and all that shit. Maybe I doubt. HBO demands. Maybe, maybe but so. you need to check out Baby's Kids and no, it'll definitely. give you a little deeper um, insight into the creativity of Robin Harris. Yeah, no, definitely a funny, funny dude. And 
it's funny because we were younger. So I'm about to fuck your head up, right? Because I told Leek this earlier. Okay. I looked up, you know, his upbringing and his, his filmography. And then I'm thinking, because, you know, he was kids, pops, and house party. Yeah. He was, you know, uh, 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 fucking with um, Eddie Murphy and them. In, in Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights, Nights exactly. Yeah. So these are all older dudes. But I don't think he's like the older dude of these older dudes. My man was 36 years old when he passed away. I do remember he was young, That's but crazy. I don't remember I he was that, that young. I, yeah, I knew he was young. That's crazy. I knew he was young. But he looked, he looked like somebody's old uncle. uncle. That's the thing. That was, he was the, his role was. Yeah, he, he was, just had that type of face. Yeah. But 36 years old, man. Yeah, man. That shit was sad. So, so just to kind of give some of his, his accolades. So he was his debut was in "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." He was the bartender. I was about to say, yes, he was. Yeah, oh, shit. he was the bartender. Um, then he was in "Do the Right Thing." Yes, he was one of the dudes chilling on the uh, beach chairs on the on, on, on the on the block. Uh, he was in Harlem Nights, and then his house party role, one of the most iconic scenes. If you remember, I'm gonna bring it back. Ezel from Friday yeah. was in it. He was rocking a Jerry curl. Yeah. And Robin Harris came through to the party, crashed the party looking for his son, who <laughs> was a right. kid. Yeah. Look at you. And he was like, yo, look at you, yo. He said, you can't commit no crimes. All the police would have to do is follow the drip. Follow the drip. Follow the drip. So the dude had a Jerry curl. Yeah. <laughs> he said, all you had to do, follow the drip. Follow the drip. And as a kid, I remember laughing my ass off. Like, that was yeah. the funniest thing I yeah. ever heard in my life. How are you going to talk about you can't commit no crimes? Because you got a jerry curl And all the police would have to do Was follow the drip Yeah no that was a good one Yeah that dude was funny Funny as fuck So our notable mention Goes to Mr. Robin Harris uh, Gone way too soon um, People know who Bernie Mac was Because he he had a, a longer career Yeah um, But I think this dude Same Yeah same, same style Same cut though yeah, same Both style. out of Chicago yeah. Same cut Yeah That's crazy you style. even mentioned him They yeah. definitely this Cut from the same cloth Yeah those guys. definitely And I think had he not passed so early, I think he would have definitely been a force to be reckoned with in the comedy world. So I think so too. Shout out, notable mention, Mr. Robin Harris. So he definitely would have had more movies too. And now to lighten up the mood after that, you know, slightly morbid story, somber. We can get into the funniest your mama yes. jokes. I jumped, I jumped ahead a little bit. I was That's excited. Okay. He was like, I can't wait to talk about these motherfuckers' moms. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Let me add him. I got jokes. You know what's funny? I was the dude, though. I never really snapped. I I had a, always had a lot of funny people around me. Yeah. I so know. I was the dude that you know, you know, growing up high school, junior high school, I always had the funny dude, and they was always like kind of my closest friends. So I used to just sit there and listen to jokes and crack up. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the one snapping usually. I just sit there and enjoy. <laughs> I remember, but yeah, it was crazy though. Is even to say that, just even in high school, junior, we the, had the characters that were around we us. Nothing yo. but clowns in our class, man. Holy oh shit! God. And God rest the dead with a lot of those yeah. gentlemen. Those yeah, guys, I mean, we, we yeah, yeah, some of them, a couple of them now, you know, like yeah, shit. So <laughs> I still can hear Lord laughing right now. <laughs> so um, uh, big ups to our boy Lord, Lord and Krumah. Yeah. Um, uh, but um. Sorry, that just threw me off. But That's you were cool. right, though. You were right, though. We, you were we, right. We, there were so many people, so many people. snapping all the time. It was like it was like the the world series of snapping. Definitely, <laughs> them playing sports and being on basketball teams when we people were bored, we would just sit there and snap jokes. on each other. Yeah, all yeah. But so, all right, so. You wanted to get into that's what I was just about to go. Okay, so, so I want to hear your, your funniest, well, your, or at least your, your, your one of your favorite ones. So it's I would say one of my favorite ones. It's now and. You know, 
2021 is kind of corny, but when I first heard it, <laughs> to me, it was it freaking was hilarious. Yeah. The, your mama's armpits are so hairy. <laughs> it looks like she got a buckwheat in the headlock. headlock. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. <laughs> to me, that was freaking hilarious. Man. Yeah, no, I definitely remember that one. Because it's like, yo, what you saying about my mom's? Yo? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom's is like, so that's the thing. Because we were kids, it's not so much that it's 2021. I think if a bunch of eight-year-olds mm-hmm. told that joke today and they had never heard it before, they would be laughing. Yeah, yeah. Because now, granted, only you if they knew say, who Buckwheat I was. Gonna say, you couldn't say, say Buckwheat. Know, yeah, It'd have to be like, else. yeah, the equivalent of like whoever Kodak Black. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. That's with the big ass. That's why. That's yeah. the reason why. Because it's yeah. here. Yeah. First yeah. of all, that would have to mean your fucking armpit here is dread locked it up. Yo, but <laughs> that's even nasty. I bet you they would laugh if they heard that one. Yeah, they would. But that's my point, though. So nice. I don't think it was so much that it's corny now versus back then. Mm-hmm. It's we were kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we're grown. Because, like, there was a couple of, like, corny ones that you remember, but you're like, oh. Because, like, just for instance, and this one that just came off the top of my head. Your mom's are so skinny She could hula hoop At a Cheerio Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean yeah. So it's like When you think back But that was it, what I used to Suck my teeth to When I heard it. Oh That's all you got yo. <laughs> <coughs> That shit used to irk me I hated those recy- Those recycled, recycled ones, ones yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I got old real quick Yeah Cause it, you're right It circulated really fast Everybody mm-hmm. And that was the other thing People didn't just Paste and Copy and paste Things on social media People reciprocated things mm-hmm. Like trends yeah. were big Yeah so when there was famous fa- favorite jokes, people repeated them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people were the repeaters. People were the carriers of stories back then. Not, yeah. but that's but once again going back to our people, we were storytellers. Yeah, I think it's called the Griot, G R I O T. Okay, where in Africa, that was like the storyteller of the village, ah. and that's just once again because think about it. There was no internet. There was no social no. media. No. So if I'm in a block on the block in Yonkers or in the Bronx telling a joke. How does it get to Cleveland? How does it get to St. Louis, East yeah. St. Louis? It's all stories. How does it get to Houston? Stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because, well, maybe I got a cousin down south and when I went to go visit him. And you said it around him. I said him. it yeah. and then he to go tell his friends. Because my cousin from up north, I never heard no crazy shit like exactly. that. It's 110% correct. Exactly. On that one. And we, so just, we just, we just so passed funny. it along. We just passed it along. So there was one that when we came up with this, this, this topic for this episode, that just stuck out of my head because I was like, this is one of the more clever ones that I heard. And I heard it a little later in life. I wasn't a kid, like eight or nine. I want to say I was like a teenager, but it was still funny as fuck. And I can't remember where I heard it, but the joke was, that's why your mama got one eye and one leg and her name is Eileen. Yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but like, when the dude said it, like so he closed one eye and like leaned up against the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. your mama's so fat. Took a picture of her last year for Christmas and it's still printing. <laughs> <laughs> stupid shit. But what's funny though is that those are the jokes that were on the playground out in the street in your schools. And then our comedy that we were used to watching back then were usually either stand-up comedies or HBO specials. Definitely, definitely. You know, and I don't know, if you think about it, the late 80s, Jesus, the 80s, 90s, I mean, the the, the, the lineup of comedians back oh, then yeah, were just crazy. crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. HBO's, they always had yep, specials. Yes, they did. Yeah. Always yeah. had specials mm-hmm. with somebody doing something, and the comedy yeah. was really high, and that was it was different. 
back then though compared to how comedy is portrayed today it's definitely evolved now wouldn't you say definitely it's definitely evolved it's always at least for our, our people if me personally Social media is where I go for my comedy. Absolutely, you have all these 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 characters, man. Like, but we also don't have a lot of time. Yeah, not everyone could sit and watch yeah. a Netflix yeah, special. That's an hour. Yeah, and so you get in a little snippets. You get, you get a minute. You get like a minute of yeah. go ahead. Or even if you snicker. want to watch a reel, yeah, that's maybe reel. three minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. You can you can give three minutes. But here's the beautiful part about that: because of social media, there's no middleman. There's mm. no channel. There's no station. Correct. There's no, there's no contract to say. You can't talk about this out of the other. Yeah. So now we're in control of our own content. Exactly. As opposed exactly. to what the record industry did to us with our music. Yep. Yeah. You know, Dame Dash talks about this all the time. Or what, what they do when we have to audition for a role and we talk a certain way and they're like, well, that's cool, but how about you talk like this? Exactly. And, I, yeah. and it's a white dude telling you that. And yeah. it's just like, wait a minute. How you going to tell me? How you going to tell me no. how to talk? "Quote unquote black." Yeah. yeah, these dudes could be themselves now. They can exactly. Just be themselves. Exactly. I mean, you got some of these social media guys. They're, they're basically they're putting together their own comedy shows in their house. Like, uh, what's especially the guy? right now because of COVID. Yeah. What's the dude uh, Commodore? He actually built his whole his whole uh, brand from in his house and outside in his backyard. All his skits were either in his yeah. living room and it's in a, in, a, in a basement. Yeah. In the backyard. All his skits were basically. Coming. You know he didn't have to the, pay no money for that. You know what the crazy part is? That goes right into. Our next episode, and then please tune into that because mm -hmm. creativity. creativity. He's not worried about I need this big budget to do this like huge like produ production exactly. or whatever. Yep. He's like I'm gonna use what I have and be creative. It's right around with me. It. My resources right around. Me. Yeah, definitely, yes. man. But shout out to all the social media comedians, man. Commodore, Country Wayne, that dude is funny as heck. There's a lot of them, but the one thing I will say is that they have gotten so creative. Yeah. And they making money too. Now they are once they get these follows because <laughs> they, they get, get these that, followers. They, yeah. they making money. Man. They get that advertising money. Yeah, you know what and I mean. That, and that's what it's all about. And and you're being authentic to what you want to do. Exactly. There's nobody once again controlling you. Now I will say this though, because the last joke that you had told Rye, so that's another thing that's changed. Whereas that would have flown back in the day. Mm -hmm. Now it's oh wait a minute. Like you're fat shaming You can't really talk oh, about people. cancel culture yeah, We talk about culture. that all the time Yeah so it's like I think the, I've mentioned it In a couple it, it, episodes comedy, Where I can't say something Yeah comedy has also Evolved in such that A lot of comedians and, and Dave Chappelle Was big on this yeah. How he was like Yo you can't Tell jokes anymore mm -hmm. Because everybody's Super duper sensitive yep. It's yep. true You know Like Dave Chappelle's Last stand up I don't know if you saw that Yeah shit. I did Yo Tears were streaming down my motherfucking face. That was but, on Netflix, right? Yeah, 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 I saw that. But the thing was, I think he was purposely going oh, in like that. That was like, definitely purpose. Yeah. I'm not going to subscribe to this bullshit that y'all yeah. are doing. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I think about it, Kevin Hart had mentioned that he views Dave Chappelle as like a comedy god. Like he's above him because he's like. He did it his own way, and you see Kevin Hart tried to do that in his last one, and it didn't work. It, but, it didn't but that's work. Not him though, like, yeah, that's not him. Play your lane, yeah, because exactly. that's not where your bread that's comes not what from. You did. Your bread, your commercial. He's commercialized. That, that would be like back in the day, Bill Cosby trying to do a Richard Pryor type stand up, yeah, or like exactly. Puff trying to drop an underground album. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't working. <laughs> Like you you're commercialed out, bro. And you see people got upset with him. Yo, you heard used to that from you. You heard that new Diddy Love mixtape? Yo, ain't <laughs> happening, bro. Shit is fire. Ain't happening. Puff Kevin, got Hart, Kevin Hart is commercial. He's Hollywood. Yeah. He can't go back. Yeah, he tried. Nah. He probably got tired of it and tried it and flopped because that, that shit was not fun. I mean, but you know, here's the thing, though. 
He was wealthy enough to try. You, you, exactly, that's what I was about to say. That's what he said. Either way, you win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you say he went commercial, I mean that's that, that's a commercial bank account. Yes. You know oh no, I mean? it definitely is. So, I, I didn't say anything negative about that. Yeah, part. yeah, 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 yeah. So he yes, he, it, it didn't work. But like you said, Lee, and I think that was dead on point. He got to a point in his career where he could say I don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck and, 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 and try fuck new you stuff, money, as they say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. you could take a risk. Like, okay, I yeah. didn't, it didn't sell as much. All right, cool. I didn't get as many streams. All right, I'll come back and do it again next year. Everybody will be okay. Yeah. I can afford this. I'm saying this on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did the special from his house or in the basement, so yeah. he definitely didn't give a fuck. Yeah, at all. It's a, it's a risk. You can take certain risks yeah. when you're in certain parts yeah. of your career. Yeah. All right, man. We got, we have to get into our, our segment. Um, we call it "What You Rocking With," where we talk about you know what we're feeling, what we're vibing with this particular week. It's called "What You Rocking With." This is what you rocking with inside the SNA Live podcast. So we purposely don't tell each other what we're rocking with before the before the uh, episode, so that it, it, it's genuine. But last episode, or was the episode before that, Leek stole my shit before I could even say it. And so I I'll, guess Conway's going first? No, no, no. I'm going to let him go. I'm, I was about Tell to say. I'm going first. Fuck that. No, no. I'm a, Yo mama. I'm, a, I'm actually going to let you go first. Okay. But you steal my shit again. <laughs> No, I'm, hey, you're definitely not going with this one. Right, I, okay, I, okay. I, I'm not gonna say I went left, but it's definitely. Um, so, one of my favorite comedians, slept on comedian. He's not slept on, but I just feel like he should definitely be up there in the top five. It's Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. I love because Mike Epps reminds me of the dudes from the block that were all funny. the time. He's yeah. that, that dude is a from great, the block that just walked around. You'd be like, Mike, what up? And he just say something funny. Like, yeah. that he didn't even a, mean to say that's something. That's really funny. good. I, that's a great way to like. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about yeah. that. And the reason being, he's. He, Grew up in the Midwest, but then he also lived in New York for a while. So he has that flavor, Low flow from that both flow. sides. But yeah. shout out to him because he actually has the number one Netflix um, yeah. show right now on Netflix right now. Yeah, I heard it's actually yes. really good. The, the up show. What's yet. the name I of it again? Wa- the Upshows. The Upshows. I watched, yeah. I think I want to say three episodes okay. so far. All right. I haven't yeah. seen it's, it yet. Is this first season? First season. Yeah, first, yeah. It, first it, season. it just drops. I'm, yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah, definitely. So again, that's why I wanted to get props, man, because I don't think he gets a uh, he gets a lot of credit. But yeah. that deserves a yeah. Wanda Sykes is on there with him. Uh, Kim Fields Kim came Fields. out. Oh shit, yeah, she's his yeah, wife. Yeah. I think she plays his wife, right? Yeah, she's yeah, the wife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what's up. So yeah. shout out to the Upshaws. I'm I'm definitely gonna get on it soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mike Epps, man. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, what you rocking with this week, brother? So for me, I'm gonna keep it back on to what we were speaking about with social media and these comedians. I, I have to. The guy that I have to say is my my favorite for some time of new age guys. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with my man Tony Baker. <laughs> yeah. I have not heard Habadashri and Hemoglobin. The the voiceovers. He is he created a whole new lane. Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. did. You know what I mean? There's so many people who try to follow him. Now you got these other dudes trying to trying yeah. now, yeah. And the reason why I say this is it also segues into a part two to what I'm rocking with. And I'm also rocking with the technology of today that allows these individuals to have a platform to create the way that they do. Mm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. again, TikTok. the TikToks, the, the Instagrams, the stories, you literally, listen, there's downsides of it, but one of the incredible sides of it is watching how creative people are with a blank canvas. Yeah. Because that's what yeah. the phone, these apps are. Mm-hmm. They're blank canvases. Yeah. You make what it is you feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's so dope. But, Guys like Tony Baker have 
found a way to make voiceovers some of the funniest things I've ever seen. And not only that, he does stand-up comedy. And yeah. he's actually really yeah, fucking funny. funny. Yeah, he's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, he does. He does shows, and he's another one that innovated with technology. Mm-hmm. He and his oh, boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. they started doing their own website, and they would sell tickets to certain shows that they would do. First of all, it was recorded. Like I was online at first, mm-hmm. and then it went to, they had a closed location, and then they would... The, the comedians would be there mm-hmm. Then they didn't have any fans And they started letting people in slowly But they would charge you tickets You pay like $10 Ten dollars, okay. And you get to watch the whole show Of him and his friends On the website That's cool Him, Kev on stage Is another guy mm-hmm. Like they have a circle of these guys And it's Yo, their, their shows are dope That's real cool I missed his last few Because it's usually on Friday nights yeah, yeah. And we're usually You know, yeah, here on here. Friday nights yeah. So I don't get to watch it And I regret it, but I know there's a lot of people that do. I just saw that he had a text the other day posted by his manager. He had a show in Atlanta. Yeah. Did you see that highlight? Yeah. The manager sent him a message saying, yo, you sold out the fastest since who? You remember? I don't. Did he, go ahead. Cat Williams? Dave Chappelle. Holy oh, shit. yes, yes. Wow. Yes, yeah. He said Dave Chappelle sold out six shows in like a day. He sold out four and a half in a day and a half. He was right behind him yeah. Okay Big up Tony Baker So All right. big up to Tony Baker yeah. man. Yo, That dude is fucking Hilarious man I'm the one Yeah I'm the one That started this comedy shit <laughs> And he says it in that one <laughs> I'm the one who started These voiceovers <laughs> He did say that That's funny That's nice. Gerald the Gerald the Gerald, Gerald the gorilla. gorilla Yeah But That's mine Conway Tell us what you're rocking with bro So I went left this week Cause I'm like There's no way Lee can Can, can copy this shit <laughs> Conway doubled down Yo I'm gonna go left <laughs> I'm rocking with Tom Thibodeau this week. Oh, let's go. Yup, Knicks. Let's go. You see, I got the hat on. Yes. We've been the laughing stock for so long, and I've been telling people for the last 15 years, I'm like, it's all it's all good. I said, we was coming up, we had the 90s Knicks with Pat Riley as coach, Jeff Van Gundy as coach. That's time for and basketball. Yeah, of course, of course. The garden was rocking. New York was New York. if we didn't win... The basketball game, we won the fight because you would leave that <laughs> yeah. that fucking game. The Knicks played games. Up. They played Bruce games up. with Tim's on. Yeah, <laughs> they might as well. That's how it felt though. It was with rugged a, with a razor in their in they sock. So, Shout out to Tom Tibbs though. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Big, like, again, you get another one. Man. Yeah, bringing respect back to Clinch, the what, the fourth seed. Yeah, yeah fourth seed. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, man. Yeah, Vegas had us winning twenty-two games. Mm. Wow. Somebody fucked up. And we're opening with the. Four seed and home, home court, court advantage That's in the crazy. playoffs. And to the flip side of that, Phil Jackson, if you would have got your head out of your ass and hired that man when he was like, yo, I, I want, want the, the job. job. I'm not doing the triangle, but I can do this. He's the he's an ass of the week yes. for us. For this show? Yeah. I've seen somebody sabotage just sabotage a whole but organization. Did. But know? he did Shit. see it before. And this is what Tibbs could have been doing but, yeah. three, four years Think ago. Think about that though. Wait a minute. When that took this long. Wait a minute. Yeah. Phil Jackson, he did what you said? Sabotage. sabotage. Yeah. He didn't he see this himself before though? Jerry Krause? Yeah. Didn't he see how someone could sabotage yeah. an actual fucking thing? Yeah, yeah it's true. Yep. He didn't learn from that? Nope. Max. He wanted that money. That's all he cared about. That money. A ten million dollar deal. Yeah. 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 So nice. yeah. Tom Thibodeau, salute. That's what we rocking with. All right, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. 
Okay, so that brings us to the conclusion of this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. As usual, you can find us on our usual social media platforms. Um, you can also now find us on One Institution Media's platform, uh, SNA Live Podcast, is where you can find us, and also on the Castros, if I'm not Castos. 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 That's right. You can actually follow us on IG, and we have our link tree in our yes. bio. You click that, that gives you access everything. to everything that we have. And we just dropped uh, another episode on our, our YouTube channel as well. So yep. feel free to check us out on there with the video as well as the audio. And in the words of Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. Peace. You have just listened to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. Go!